Apple filled the news last week with a lot about the iPhone, Mac, iPad, Apple Watch, and even CarPlay. But on this episode of the Macro Podcast, we'll talk about the stuff Apple didn't highlight at WWDC. Stuff like Apple TV, HomePod, Apple Arcade, and more. Stick around. Welcome to the Macro Podcast. I'm Robin Loyola, here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. We have a lot to look forward to from Apple, thanks to a bunch of operating system updates revealed at WWDC last week. But Apple didn't mention several key products and services that feel like they are, as uh, Jason put it during our podcast planning, coasting towards irrelevance. For instance, Apple talked about its new home app and its participation in the Matter Connectivity Standard, but there was no mention of HomePod, which I think many thought and still think is a key product in Apple's growth in the home market. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's got to be, right? Like, that's, that's the thing that has to be elevated at some point to be like an Echo or like a, a Google Home or something like well, that. Especially since they need people to buy either these or Apple TV hardware because you need that to be a home hub to do all this home stuff. Like, it's better – this matter thing, which is about a year behind schedule, <laughs> is going to solve a lot of problems with a lot of the smart home stuff just sort of not having – compatibility with Apple and everything, but you still need a home hub to do most of what you really want to do. You can control your smart home devices without a home hub device, but you, you can't do automations. You can't access them when you're off the network, like out of your ho home or anything like that. So, and, and that's kind of important stuff. As it, as it stands right now under iOS uh, 15 and, and such, mm -hmm. you could a, a home hub can be a HomePod, uh, Apple TV, or an iPad with iOS 16 and, and the rest, mm -hmm. they're taking the iPad away from that. Yep. So they're putting even more emphasis on the HomePod and the Apple TV, which makes sense. Yeah. I wonder how many people used the iPad as a home hub because it has to be. I wonder how many people used any of the, any of the devices as a home hub, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, like they, they just, it, they just are when you have one. Right, so right. if you have an Apple TV or HomePod mini or anything, it's a home hub, but that's fine. But the iPad has to be plugged in. So there's this thing where like, if that's your only home hub, if you accidentally unplug your iPad or for any reason, stuff stops working. Unplugged like, like a lot of people do. Yeah. Right. It, then all of a sudden your automations don't work. And so, so I don't, and I haven't heard a lot of people complain about that. So I don't think a lot of people do that. I think people who are using Apple smart home stuff probably have either a HomePod mini or an Apple TV, or they're just don't have any of that. And they're just using no, not using automations or accessing their stuff from out of the house or whatever. But it goes to point out, they talked about home, but HomePod is like, feels like they discontinued the big one. The little one hasn't gotten any attention in a long time. And they, 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 they haven't announced anything else. <laughs> yeah. They, well, last, was it last year when they did that intercom stuff or was that two years ago now? I think that might've been two years ago or a year and a half ago. That, yeah, it got that and they got some colors. I but know just, they did the colors last year, yeah, like orange and yellow and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, you, you're right. They haven't. There's nothing, nothing of, of substance mm -hmm. for the mini, and the the big one is gone, which is fine. I mean, yeah. they basically did the same thing except the big one had better sound. Yeah, but 
Um, it's just like I we don't I, I don't know what they're doing with it. These smart speakers are they're still incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. You know, we we've talked about this before where Amazon their their echoes like there's not a ton of innovation there either. No, it's just you know they basically do what they've done for five years now. You you know what's the weather and you know turn on the lights and stuff like that. So Apple has a real opportunity still, even though it's way behind, still has an opportunity to kind of make a name for itself in this space. And you know another opportunity it seems has just yeah missed. Right. It was just weird to me, not weird, but concerning that there was no HomePod anything, whether it's price drops, new colors new hardware, this mythical soundbar that they're talking about, the, the mm-hmm. uh, thing with a video screen, like none of this, it, it's just stuff that was the home app. Which is a, which is good. I mean, the, the home app is, is way, way better than it is right now. Way better. Yeah. In iOS 16 and, and iPad OS 16. Mm-hmm. So good changes there. It's just, but it doesn't have anything to do with home pod. Right. <laughs> Which is like, uh. I do wonder if, so the changes that we got in the home app, in the home app, is that a precursor to that home, home pod with display thing that we've heard about? Yeah. Because it does make sense. Like the way they're visually making that is much more tangible and, and yeah showing previews of cameras and yeah, all that other kind of stuff much they better do. for like glanceable stuff and you know it's more made for a screen rather than just you know tapping on these um nondescript buttons, buttons yep so yeah it's it, one would think but that that was one thing that was sorely missing i think is any mention of any kind of home pod anything the home pod with the screen what what's the rumor on that is it is there a rumor of when it could be available not not really it's like kind of vague, you know, like early twenty three, maybe late. Yeah, it's it's vague that it even exists. Um, that too. The more solid one is that they're working on something that's more like a home po- uh, a sound bar that would go on your TV, and it would also be, have an Apple TV integrated, so it would have HDMI and put there. And and some people say also a uh, camera, so you can make FaceTime calls. That sounds like actually a really would be a really interesting product. Cause it's like, yeah. it's a home pod. It's got sure. Siri. It plays music, but it also, when you turn on your TV, it's an Apple TV and runs all the Apple TV apps. And yeah. it's even better because yeah. you could FaceTime from your living room. And I mean, it would be like $800, but it would be cool. <laughs> you know, Sonos charges that much for their stuff too. So yeah, like totally. Market for that. Yeah. And, and if it's good and supports, you know, good audio return channel on the, HDMI and it works well with your TVs and stuff. Plus, especially if it has a camera with center stage, it'd be inexpensive, but it'd be the kind of thing where it's like, you know, there's not a million of these out there. They could really carve out that space for themselves. Uh, Sonos just came out with their own, well, the third. Now they have the high-end um, Arc and then there's the Beam, which is a little bit cheaper. And this one just came out. It's like kind of their budget one. I think it's 250 mm-hmm. but it doesn't have HDMI. It's It's optical. And it doesn't do a lot of the things. So yeah. there is a market for higher end soundbars. Yeah. My guess is if Apple were to come out with that, it would be seven or eight hundred dollars. Oh, nine ninety nine. Maybe even a thousand. Yeah, maybe even a thousand. But like have super like real real high end audio. Um and all the things that Jason was just talking about. Apple T V, always on Siri, you know, home hub, all that stuff. Like the real centerpiece of your living room by Apple. Because now you can get, they always say, well, you can do two home pods. Like, no one's doing no, that. Yeah, no one's doing that. Now I got to do two plugs. That's only. Yeah, it's that, not happening. Yeah, that's only doing wireless from my Apple TV. 
right. hardware if I also have that, which I also have to have. It's not doing like the audio from any of my TV or TV apps or my game consoles. It's not. It's it's not a solution. It's not ideal. Yeah. It's, it's only a solution if like my entire television viewing world is through my Apple TV. I don't I don't use game consoles. I don't use whatever. Like you know, it's so it's not it's not a real solution. So would a soundbar with Apple TV be in addition to the Apple TV lineup? That was my attempt at a segue. <laughs> yeah. I <think> so. <laughs> Yeah, I think they they will keep selling the Apple TV 4K. Yeah, I mean they would have to. They can't only have that like a, a super high end Apple TV. I think. They have wait, they, have. they haven't. They still haven't gotten rid of the HD, right? Have they? They still. They still. Sell. Yeah, that that's <laughs> to add that to the short list of products that Apple really should have stopped selling by now with the Apple Watch. That's the so, new I mean, iPod Touch. It, honestly, the the Apple TV HD wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't like hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> if it was like forty nine ninety nine, maybe or fifty whatever forty nine bucks, maybe. Okay, you know, not everyone has a 4K TV. It's got a lot of other problems, though. Like it's, it's twenty dollars less than the 4K one. Yeah, like just buy 4K. Even if you don't have a 4K TV, just future future proof it. Yeah, it's just way more. Like the performance is not even in the same league, and just all this. Yeah, there's just a million reasons. Don't yeah, buy it that. It hasn't been updated. Even the last update, it didn't get a new processor or anything. It just got the remote. But to your segue, Roman, that is the other thing that feels like it's just like. Uh, it's just coasting. Like, what's going on with Apple TV? The last update was they made an, a completely irrelevant processor change. It's not even really faster. And then, uh, and, and the remote, which has been a long time coming, full credit for fixing the remote thing, but the actual Apple TV hardware hasn't changed. And it could be smaller, thinner, cheaper, or bigger and more powerful and to go for the game console thing or something like there was just no it, it just kind of sits there in the lineup and doesn't doesn't have any changes it's way it's way more expensive than its competitors right and it doesn't justify it well right i mean i've said it before it's my favorite of all the ones i've used i've, mm-hmm. I've basically used all of them but it's it's, it's a lot it's 180 bucks for the 4k one the 32 gig 64 gig is 199 i think and as Jason said, it's. I mean, you're getting a very, very good interface and a very good streaming box. It's not substantially better than like a Roku for like a hundred bucks. I think one of the problems is they try to make it a big app platform, and outside of the apps that stream video, the very your various video streaming apps, I, there's just not a lot of use to me for all these other things. There's like. And even Fitness Plus is really a video streaming app. It's like a connected video streaming app. There's not a reason, a good reason to have all these like Apple TV games and other stuff. I, I'm sure there are people who use those things, but I don't think there's a lot of people who use those yeah, things. I don't, and I don't it, think it's huge. And it adds a lot of costs. On there right? and stuff, but yeah, yeah. Like they, they for one, the, the the hard drive. You don't need 32 gigs yeah. <laughs> on a streaming box. No, not at all. I, mean, I I have a ten year old son who plays who would play games literally from morning to night if I let him, and he's never like I've, I showed him Apple TV. He never he doesn't care. No. He's no no interest in it whatsoever. So here's a dumb question: Why would I buy an Apple TV streaming box? Because a lot of TVs now you can get the Apple TV uh, service or providing the app. So for for somebody who doesn't know, why would I want to buy? Why would I buy a Apple TV box in the first place? Is it to access the other Apple services? 
I mean, yes, I guess music, even music is now on Google. Um, Fitness Plus is only available on Apple TV. Right. There's no smart TV apps for that. Yes. I don't know how many people are using that, but that's, that's, that's one. Yep. Apple Arcade is only available on Apple TV. That's another one that's, you know, strictly for that if you want to play that on your TV. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the app library is bigger. There's a there's a lot there. I don't know who's using them or or you know what the the you know the download rate is for these things. But there's it, it has a sub. But I think that's what Roman's asking apps. is like, like given that we said nobody really cares about all these kind of other apps. They only care about the video streaming apps. Why get the Apple TV instead yeah, of a, well, if a Roku or doing, something? And it's like, well, it is a better experience. It's it's a nicer. Interface. It's snappier. It's it's more responsive. Yeah. That's yeah. the Siri works great. On the TV Picture remote. quality is fantastic. Yeah. But, you know. For a while there, for, I think it was the only thing that did Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision. Yes. It's it's great. It's If you are the kind of person who has bought a lot of TV or movie content on like iTunes, which they don't really call iTunes anymore, but like have purchased it through Apple, like that's the best way to access it. I think you can get it on the TV app on other things once you purchase you it somewhere it else. Like, like movies anywhere will sync some stuff. Yeah, and then you can access the TV app on your smart TV or something and get at it. But like, it's not a good place to shop for it or find those things. So if you're the kind of person who buys those things, that's better. But yeah, the real reason, like, that that's the question. And that's why we say they need to kind of do something with Apple TV. Anything with Apple TV is like it's it's having a hard time justifying being that much more expensive when all you can say about it is well, it does everything everything else does just a little better. But that, that's really it. And you know, like you'll get notifications on your iPhone, like so and so show is back, and mm-hmm. like there's there's nice stuff, but it's like a hundred dollars more than it's going to be. Yeah, it's like twice it's the price. price. Yeah, yeah. It, it is nice to have things like when you need to log into something, just. Be, you'll get a notification on your iPhone. You can tap it and then face ID will go and it'll put in your password and you don't have to sit there and peck it out on a remote. That's a nice thing. Is that worth paying twice as much? Uh, I don't know. Or seeing like the home stuff, like your, your door is unlocked and getting a little notification on your screen on your TV. Is that worth a, t- twice the price? I, I don't know. You get the feeling that they could make just as good of an experience for 99 bucks. And then they'd sell a ton of them. Right. And it just wouldn't support all of these, like their ambitions to have like good games in the thing. And they would have to tell all the app makers, no, you can't make like a four gigabyte app. You know, you would just just cut down the storage amount. And so, as you mentioned, Apple TV has games in it. And a lot of those games are tied into Apple Arcade. And that's another it's, it's, service. It's both. I mean, they, they have both. They oh, did, so but I like... Throughout the transition. Yeah. From it. <laughs> that was another lame attempt at a segue. I need to have it worked on my segues lately. <laughs> well, Apple Arcade really boosted the amount of games available on Apple TV. Because they really pushed those those games to be available everywhere. Or they did until they started doing all these plus games that are games that used to be on iPhone and they're still <laughs> only on iPhone, but... Well, an Apple Arcade was a kind of a big deal when it came out. It mm-hmm. sounded like a great idea. And that opening lineup was great, those first 100 games. And they still add games to it, but it's kind of slowed down 
the new releases seems like and we don't hear anything about it other otherwise yeah they they changed the rules a little they used to it used to be that they were all new original games number one uh and number two they could not appear on either any other streaming service like a subscription service or console and they made it so that like they still can't appear on any other subscription service, but now they can appear on other consoles and they don't have to be new original games. They've, they've started to take classic iPhone games from years past and re-release them on Apple Arcade with a plus at the end, you know, Jetpack Joyride plus, and it's just Jetpack Joyride, but the plus is so you don't confuse it with the one you can go buy in the app store. That has helped bolster the library at the expense of them being a available on your Mac and everything else everywhere. Cause a lot of them are just iPhone games, but it's not anything worth getting excited about. Like playing these great, these games that were great iPhone games four five, six years ago. It's just not, not super exciting. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, the price is right. Five bucks a month. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's good. And you know, like my son will play one here and there, and I'll I'll check it out. I mean, it, the graphics are great, and like they're they're fun games. But mm-hmm. there's no real reason. There's, from what I've seen, is in the library. There's no like gotta have it. Oh my god, I gotta sign up for Apple Arcade to get this. It's really tough to do that on mobile because mobile's so dominated by these free to play games that are with really predatory pricing of in app purchases and stuff like that, and that doesn't. The nice thing about Apple Arcade is none of the games do that. Like, like they are forbidden from it's. You can't charge anything ever. There's no ads. That's awesome, but it also forbids. Like, the best mobile game developers don't want to make an Apple Arcade game because they're eyeing a gajillion dollars of in-app purchase money from their predatory free-to-play games. <laughs> so it's 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 a tough road to hoe for them. It's but it was disappointing to see WWDC go by and just have not even a mention, just nothing. Uh, Even in the aftermath, when we were looking at further features, we found like, you know, there's a bunch of new game controller support in iOS 16 slash tvOS and uh, iPadOS, but that's it. It's like new game controller support. It's not like we're making Apple Arcade great and everyone's going to want it. And that's also iPhone, same thing. I mean, it's just it's just a you know ported over the same feature. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like we, we found that feature, and that's not even really Apple Arcade, and it's kind of disappointing. Uh, really, no services were even really mentioned or talked about much, unless I'm missing sports. Something. The sports stuff, uh, which in in okay. News Plus yeah, was news, the they got the, like you get a new tab, yeah, yeah, and and some I guess uh, more content from local new sports reporters and stuff that was kind of it in terms of like really new service stuff yeah not even like, like last year we got that iCloud plus stuff which was really interesting mm-hmm. like they didn't mention any of any of that this year just the same it's a bummer it, i was a little surprised to see this because oftentimes the spring event has a fair amount of service stuff mm-hmm. and um it didn't this year we got instead we got mac studio and all that which don't, the spring event was great. It was a big, yeah. big thing. But then we didn't get any WWDC. The only service that they really leaned into was Apple Pay with, you know, this this pay later stuff, which is already feels kind of like, yeah. kind of 
makes your skin it's, crawl it's, like yeah it's it's real it's a ripoff of of Klarna and those types of things and when you when you dial into it all you're doing is spreading it out over like a couple of weeks and it's still it's still going to get people into trouble yeah there are a lot of articles out there about how these these pay later services get people into financial trouble and really have like pretty bad fees and stuff when you miss payments and all this other stuff. Like they make, you make money somehow. You're not just going to, out of the kindness of your heart, say, we're not going to charge you any interest to just break this up into like paying over multiple things. No, it's going to make money. And that money comes from somewhere, meaning the consumers and merchant fees, which is another thing that just merchant fees and stuff need to be reduced in general. Throughout the world. What else? Any other um, services or products that seem to be missing from WWDC? Do we, do we talk about? We talked about sports coverage, but did we talk about the news app in general? The, the news app has doesn't seem to have like I, developed honestly, any. I don't. I don't mind it. I use it pretty regularly because I have like I. I think Apple. Uh, Apple. I think Jason has it too. That Apple. Um, Apple One. Yeah, for for me, Apple and One is I, the deal. I, I I honestly don't mind it. Like I use it. I don't know. I'd say several times a day. I'll check it out. See what's oh, that's the top that's way are. more than I do. I, like uh, I I use it. I use it for the for the Wall Street Journal because I don't have a subscription, but they but they have a bunch of articles on there that aren't online. Like it's it's pretty good. I don't I don't mind it. I don't use the magazines. Like I don't even read hours, but. I do. I do. I think the news stuff, the daily news stuff, I, I, I read. I'll say this. They do a good job of curating it to it, – it, they make a big deal about how it's not just an algorithm that just pushes news in your interest things that are popular, that there's human beings who say, this is what's going to be our Apple News page. This is what's going to be in our main sections. And they do a really good job of making sure that the stuff that ends up there is real news and real news yeah. sources, and, and it's, not, it's updated, you know, like quickly. It's not like it's from like eight hours or, or yeah. yeah. And it's not, it's not all just like SEO optimized grabbing stuff. It's a very different experience from stuff like Google News, which has its own benefits and stuff. But it's but it's a different experience, and I think it's good. But it's also the kind of thing where it's like. Outside of people who are getting it free bundled with their Verizon thing or Apple One or something like that, they're not giving people a lot of reason. And I'm really always, I'm still always annoyed that whenever somebody shares a story from Apple News, like you get this Apple link that jump, pops open other and I just like, no, I just I'll go to the web and read this. I don't need to, you don't need to do this, yeah. especially if I'm on another platform. Occasionally, I'll do that by mistake in like our Slack channel. Like, oh no, no, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I wouldn't pay for it either. But honestly, all the stuff that like the free version is not bad either. Like, you get yeah, regular news is yeah. is not not bad for what it is for uh, for yeah. being free. But News Plus, I think I think News Plus leans on the idea that like you've got all these. You get all this magazine stuff, and I I never look at it. right. And most magazines, like like we had done, really have become web-first properties that end up putting the stuff, curating the web stuff into a magazine <laughs> at some point. Yeah, right, right, right. Just putting a fancy dressing on it, right. And it's and so it's just not a lot of value. I know we're going to hear about all the people who, like, love news <laughs> for this, but it's 
you, you certainly, out of the billion people who have iPhones, just don't hear a lot of people talking about their use of and love for News Plus outside of like that super Apple hardcore faithful <laughs> people. Yeah. And it was absent um, entirely from. Well, it's getting it's getting a sports tab. Mm-hmm. That was the big. Oh yeah, yeah there, not, so. out, other than the sports stuff. Yeah. yeah. So what that's going to do is, which you know, we'll see how that works, but kind of, I guess, like similar to the ESPN app, where you're going to pick your favorite teams in sports and sports and things, and then it'll kind of curate. Mm-hmm. Like the Red Sox played yesterday. Here's highlights from that game, and here's a write up from that game, and the Warriors are beat the Celtics last night, and here's a, a, an interview or something like that. So that that could be good. Yeah, and it's supposed to it's supposed to populate that with more of the local reporting papers and stuff like that from whatever the sports team is, um, which is good. I would love to see News Plus find a way to get more pay to local reporters. Like I don't know what the financials are, but from what I've what you hear is that it's it's certainly not keeping local newsrooms afloat, and they really need something, right? <laughs> So, yeah, I remember Google, I think it was Google, like they, they had like a tipping system at one point and I, I, I'm sure that failed miserably, yeah. but like, it's really hard when, cause we're kind of expected. Like I grew up, my career grew up in the newspaper world. Mm-hmm. So I understand that, you know, they're struggling, but I only pay for like two, you know, we're oh, yeah. accustomed to getting stuff for free online. Yeah. But the, your local newspapers you know website and stuff like that like they're not they're not making enough money off ads and stuff yeah yeah. and they don't have a a good play for i mean a lot of them are starting to get into the affiliates business and start covering all this stuff that has nothing to do with news because just it certainly aren't local just because they need to make affiliate money and everything so yeah they're it's tough and that's why i think a service like news plus something that's taking together a lot of bundling it all together into one big subscription mm-hmm. fee would be a good way but i don't know how i don't think enough money is kind of getting back to those local newsrooms yeah it's it's the same i'm sure like the new york times and bloomberg and wall street journal like mm-hmm. the bigger properties are getting all the money i'm sure it's the same with anything yeah. else yeah there's a handful of they're dominating the the feed yep uh, i'll just take this opportunity to talk about the uh, macworld digital edition which is available through News Plus. You can download it in the magazine section. The magazine section that apparently no one no one checks out. <laughs> well, I do get a I do get a notification that there's a new one, so I, I look at it every month. It, it's it's nice. Um, our our guy Rob Rob Schultz does a great job with it. Yeah. it's just stuff that I've written. <laughs> like, I don't need to read it. Yeah, I mean to be honest, it's it's stuff that's on the website. And but yeah. and if so, if you're like a regu- regular website reader then which i assume most of our podcast listeners probably are and you're you're not going to get a lot of new stuff there and listen we'd love to create new content but there's only three of us <laughs> <laughs> well there's more than three of us but All right, there's, it's, there's, there's, there's five of us now <laughs> but it's still no, five the, of us. The, the point is like that the idea that you're gonna make new content just for that it's not a revenue making thing you, you'd rather put it on the web where you can get you know where they load it up with all yeah, the links and ads and, 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 and then some feedback and it's timely and, and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's a, it's a nice way to read stuff. If uh, the, our content, if you're not the kind of person who reads regularly, 
Right. It's really, it's really. If nice. you like that magazine reading experience, mm-hmm. a lot of people do. You know, I don't know how many times I hear people talk about, oh, you know, I like to wake up in the morning with my cup of coffee and my newspaper or magazine or whatever, and spend the morning. Anybody under fifty reading. Well, that's I was about to say. <laughs> it's mostly people who tend to be a little bit on the more mature side. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, my all my first jobs were working for physical magazines, and you had an editorial calendar, things you were going to cover in the future for the year, and you would be making the June issue would come out in May, and you would be making it in March <laughs> because it had to go to the printers in April. So in April, you're working on the June issue. I mean, in, in March, you're working on the June issue, you know, with a deadline somewhere in April because it has to go to the printers and it has to go out and it's going to be on new stands in May. That's just bonkers. And that's gone. That's just gone completely. All right. So here's a story. My, my first story published in Macworld Magazine was in August 2014. Mm-hmm. It was about the App Store changes introduced at WWDC, which was in June. So that didn't publish to August, probably hit newsstands in, what, July maybe? Uh, September 2014 was the last issue Macworld ever published. So clearly, <laughs> clearly I had an impact on the magazine. It's all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But yeah, so I just looked up that magazine just to see what was on the cover. And it was... Apple introduces OS 10, Yosemite, and, and, and iOS 8, which is, I mean, that's like six weeks old. Yeah. It's crazy. Because it has to right. be. Because it takes a lot of it time to, to right. print it's, a lot of paper, no and then you yeah. bulk yeah. mail it and right. to newsstands and everything. So yeah. I mean, I, I used to say when I worked in newspapers, like, it's a miracle that we can do this every day. Like, people in newspapers die at like 50 because it's nuts to, 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 to churn out daily news, breaking news every single day. Get it out of the building by 10 o'clock and then on people's doorsteps and then do it all again tomorrow. And then still, crazy. And then still you, you, you pick up that newspaper and nothing and in it happened old. today. Right. It's still old. It's still right. old. So no matter yeah. how good you are, no it's all this. <laughs> so yeah. News Plus, uh, the sports thing is nice. But it just feels like it, boy. That that's a service that needs a jolt in the arm. That it's not necessarily getting. Anything else before I wrap this up? Well, this I got one. Yeah. Um, Apple did. I don't think they mentioned Siri once during um, a few a few times. Uh, well, maybe in passing, not directly. So, yeah. like we often get, like there was not a series section. There's something, and it's there always were, disappointing. We didn't, they didn't even like nothing. There was just Siri discussed as parts of other yeah. OSs and things like that. Like Watch OS has a new Siri experience and so on. Like it doesn't take over the whole screen. It's getting the little, the little Siri, mm-hmm. and you can do more. Um, and I can't remember what section they talked about. The more stuff you can do. With Siri, oh, well, the, the, but the main the thing is the dictation, thing which is Siri, not. Yeah, it's it's talking really Siri, but it's kind of Siri. Yeah, it's talking to your thing. It's not really Siri, but you're right. Uh, Siri in general did not get a like. Yeah. Look how much better Siri is. Look at all the new like, things right, you can not do. Not even like a vague like it's like twelve times faster or something. Like they usually do something like that. Mm-hmm. It was just no, no yeah, maybe. Maybe that's because we're getting something new with HomePod in the fall, and they'll talk about it then. But 
Yeah. Um, there was one kind of mention in not not in the event, but later when you look at like the all the new features of iOS or whatever. There was some. The main thing there was that there there is a Siri thing there, and it was oh they did mention this in the event. Sorry, um, they briefly mentioned the thing where it's like shortcuts. You don't have to like download the app and then go and set up a shortcut. You can download the app and then certain shortcuts would just work without you having to go set up shortcuts. But there are a couple of little things that really weren't mentioned that are nice. Um, you can hang up calls, which I when they when they mentioned when they said that I was like, oh yeah, you can't do that now. It's just that's that's what a strange thing. Um, and. Uh, you can ask more about what Siri can do, but they also expanded the amount of stuff that Siri will do offline. You need an iPhone 12 or better for that, but the all the offline Siri stuff has gotten expanded a little bit. And, and those were all in the like the big long list of like all the new features. It wasn't even like a highlighted thing. So Siri got very, very marginally better. The dictation thing is hot, but that's not Siri. <laughs> that dictation stuff is great. Well, that does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 797. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast in the podcast app on Spotify, on Apple Music, or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time. 